0: Want to bring out the animal in me?
1: this is Dudley. Welcome to episode 12? I think we're on 12.
0: I think so too, but I don't know because I don't have iTunes right should now. should be on
1: 12. So episode 12 of Roleplay Tavern.
0: Yep, and I'm here, and I'm Demis, and I'm on my new computer, yay! It's last okay, year. <laughs> hey, it's not going to crash on me. I don't have to worry anymore. I'm pretty happy.
1: Yep. Um, Do you want to start off this week?
0: Sure. Um, I wanted to talk about a couple of emails we got this week. Um, The first one being from a priestie who was listening to some of our back episodes and heard me talking about how I don't want to play priest because I know that I'd have to heal and if I went shadow, everybody would want me to heal. And how, you know, everybody thinks they should be healed first. And, you know, it gets frustrating when one person dies because you're keeping another one alive. They get frustrated because they're not the most important person. Anyways, Eve wrote in to say that he uses macros um, so that before the instance or whatever he's running, he puts these macros up that says what's going on, such as what his job is as a priest like keeping the tank alive you know stuff like that Um, and he also has macros to explain what certain things does like spirit of redemption things like that so that you no longer have this miscommunication because so many people don't play priests and so they don't really understand what's going on and why they're not the most important person and I really liked his idea of macros because I never really thought of using macros that way.
1: I think it's a really really great idea especially for the lower levels like when you're in instances and groups and stuff because most of the time when you're healing in an instance you want to keep the tank alive first because he's the one who's holding all the aggro so that the a person that you're attacking doesn't come and kill everybody else first. So you generally want to heal the tank first, but people don't understand that, even sometimes at level 70. So I think for any level, that's a really great idea. He also mentioned, I believe, that he puts how much he's healing for, and he uses battle cry, and that'll say about how much the person's going to get healed for and that sort of thing as well.
0: yeah. And then this is, I hope I'm pronouncing his uh, character's name right, it's Carabaziz, and I think that's right, sorry if it's not, but um, he goes to say that after all these macros and after everything that he does with Battlecry mod, you know, to do automatic macros and all this other stuff, he says if someone still has the nerve to complain, he simply stops healing them and watches them die. And I think that's a great way to get people to be quiet, um, because I know I had this horrible, horrible Monotombs run that I shall never give the whole story to anybody, but it was hilarious, and we had a good time doing it, but we had two tanks. We had a main tank and a backup tank. And that's just the way it worked out, and so it was really hard when they kept complaining to our healer, and so finally we just let them die a couple of
1: times, and they shut up. Now, I would... Go ahead and do that if you're the leader of the group because sometimes if you're just purposely letting people die, they will kick you from the group. So it is a little difficult when you're doing situations like that. Normally, what I do is if I was leader of a group and I had somebody who was frustrating, was yelling at the group, cussing us out. I actually had a tank like that in Shattered Halls, and he was just being totally mean to everybody. So he ended up getting leader to mark, and I told him to give me lead back, and I confirmed it with the group, and I kicked him. And we replaced the tank really easily. So in a lot of instances, you don't really want to let people die but there's certain circumstances where that's alright, and especially not in raids or high-level instances like that. When you're running Heroics and you need to get the badges to get your gear.
0: Yeah, if you're running a serious raid, I really don't suggest doing that. But if you're running something for fun or for experience or, you know, just... Like, we were a full guild group except we had one non guildy and... um The healer It was actually a resto druid, and it was actually one of my best friends, and I was leader, and she told me what she was doing, and because of that, well, I wouldn't kick her from the group if she was a random person, plus she was sitting on a computer behind me, which helped her case a whole lot, but I would, I agree, I suggest if you're going to do something like that, you tell the leader or you're going to get kicked from the group, and that's not going to be too fun for You, the priest.
1: Yeah, you don't want the reputation of being a bad healer because people know people. And if you gave somebody a really bad time in an instance, a lot of the times the word will spread. Not in most cases, but sometimes it does happen. So I just be really careful on who you let die because there are some people where they're mean to everybody and nobody really cares and they probably deserve it. So if the person's being really, 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 really mean, then that might be an ex- exception. Yeah.
0: But, anyways, um, I've really liked, overall, I've really liked the idea of using macros and battle cry because battle cry is a great mod. Um, you know, I never thought about doing it that way, to get people to be quiet, so to say, to explain my role and tell them that it's their problem if they don't like it. Um, because I get really tired of telling people, that's you know, I thought about playing a priest recently, but I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. Because I've had horrid experiences playing priests and similar things in other games. But you also have the good experiences, and you don't have to fight. You just have to heal.
1: I love my priest but I'm currently shadow right now. And don't listen to what people are saying that shadow priest can't heal. And when you're a lower level like that and your party doesn't have a whole bunch of health and everything, I would main heal a shadow for certain instances and it was fine. Once you start hitting a lot of the higher 65 plus 70 content, Maybe in 63, you want to have a main healer and a shadow healer. And the shadow priest is always in shadow form. And everybody loves shadow priest right now, especially in raids, because we have Vampiric Touch, which gives a mana regen for how much shadow damage we do. And we have Vampiric Embrace, which will also heal you for a good percentage of all your shadow damage. And In shadow form, you do a lot of damage.
0: Yeah. But, you know, there's ups and there's downs to being a priest overall. So, anyways, it was a really good point, and I just wanted to mention that because they took the time to write in and um, tell me about all these macros and everything he's got, which it, I'm impressed, to be honest. It was a so, very fun
1: email to read. and Quite lengthy. Yeah,
0: it was. It was good. It was Yes, out, I like though.
1: that. Please send us more like that.
0: Yeah. Okay, and then there was another one I wanted to talk about, and their subject line was wondering if roleplay is for me. They, first of all, wanted to tell us that, you know, they have 70s, they've been on PvP and PvE, and that they have, you know, they've done raiding, they've done all kinds of stuff, and that he recently tried roleplay, and he's up to level 30. And he, you know, he's really loving roleplay, but he doesn't want to give up the raiding side of it. And that's completely understandable. But you should know, everybody should know, you don't have to worry about that. Because I know over on Blackwater Raiders, I'm level 67, I'm getting close to there. There are tons of raiding guilds. You know, um, Sindaria is always talking to her one friend who has been nicknamed Mr. Holy, who's a priest. And all he does is raid. I never see him on not raiding. He raids about 12 hours a day. It's crazy. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but it's a lot. And just because you roleplay doesn't mean you have to give up raiding. And you, it's just like an instance that we discussed before how you can roleplay things out. You just got to discuss with everybody you're going with if you're going to roleplay it or not. A lot of groups won't. But again, you don't have to give up raiding just because you like to roleplay.
1: Now, what I do is I go raiding, and I go raiding Karazhan on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 5-ish on, and I don't... I do both is that you want to prioritize what your time is, What I told him is that you can go ahead and raid and still role play. It doesn't really get in the way because of course I told him role playing isn't always just sitting back and talking. You can role play in dungeons while you're getting experience, while you're questing, out grinding. So role playing isn't just sitting back in and in and talking and you're also doing things while you're role playing, which makes it really fun. And what I do is that I go ahead and I still play my main account, I probably play more than Deadly right now, simply because I'm getting geared up for Kara and everything, but I go, and while I'm waiting, I normally get ready a couple hours before, I'll go ahead and roleplay with my friends, and that sort of thing. Now, one problem that I might have is that you're in one of those hardcore raiding guilds where they're raiding every night, they're getting eye-attuned and going to Serpent Shire and all those different places. It may get a little time-consuming, but if you're still wanting to go ahead and level your character, like I'm saying before, go roleplay while you're questing with your friends. Go meet people who want to level like you do. But also roleplay is that you don't always have to be leveling up your character. A lot of the full-time heavy roleplay guilds I've seen, they have level 13s. But they're always role playing and they dedicate that one character to role play and they have 70s elsewhere.
0: Right. And, you know, Mr. Holy, as uh, he's been dubbed, he does tons and tons of rating. And he's in a rating guild and he does still role play that character. He's got alts as well. But he role plays that character when he's got the time and he does a lot of rating. So you can find a balance if you want to. It's really a matter of wanting to and, you know, watching your time and say, okay, I only want to raid this much. Or I want to be in a raid guild, but they're not a roleplay guild. Talk to people who are in roleplay guilds. You know, like on Blackwater Raiders, there's the Sterling Guild and the Mage Society, and there's a bunch of role playing guilds. And let them know that you're there, and they'll roleplay with you, and you don't have to be in a roleplay guild.
1: And I think he also stated he asked um, first. You think that I'm not the kind of person to role play. Like I said to him when I emailed him back, is that anybody can role play. You it, I have to role play for a long time, but anybody can role play if you have an imagination or if you can type. Anybody can role play. So not one person can't role play.
0: I agree. Everybody can role play, and to start off with the question the title is roleplay for me roleplay is for everybody it's not for any specific type of person it's not for anybody who just loves outdoor that much it's for everybody if it's something you want to do
1: then do it Yeah, I think we covered it
0: uh, I think so so what I... do you
1: have um... I'm going to continue my little server saga here. Because I found a couple more servers. I have some that I think they were servers I did last week, but I had different responses. And I had some that were more alliance-sided that they put as well, so I'll just continue that. And this one I have is Feathermoon, and the realm type is roleplay. The status is it depends on where you look and who you know, really. Goldshire is a popular place, but I tend to avoid it, avoid it like the plague. I hear that one can find decent roleplays there. Usually, if you initiate a conversation and slash say to anyone, they will respond in roleplay terms. It can hit off from there or not. Would you recommend this realm? I've been playing Alliance and found the roleplaying to be decent if one finds a good partner. Even side roleplays are fun, though they may not last long. However, my only complaint about Feathermoon is that the cues have a tendency to exist when you most want a roleplay. I've had a queue for the strangest hours of the day before, and most of us have been around forever. Not many people grouch about role-playing, however, which is nice. Even if your role-playing macros can sometimes become irritating, there can be times when talking in-character and out-of-character are hard to figure out, but it's all fun in the end. And are any role-play guilds recruiting? There are some, but they don't really look for it, but... I've noticed myself that there are quite a few role-playing guilds on Featherman. Um, The next one I have is Sentinels, and this one was more horde-based, and that realm type is role-play. The role-play status is very good. Would you recommend this realm? Yes, Sentinels is a new role-play server, apparently the first role-play server to go live since the original role-play servers went live at WoW's release. As a result, many people from active role-playing community on the older roleplay servers migrate to the centerles and they found, and they are very diligent about roleplay police. Role's RP is breathing, may not be alive and kicking, but it definitely existed. And they weren't sure if any roleplay guilds were recruiting, but there are a few good ones off the top of his head, called the Kindred Spirit, Shadow Grove Wanderers. Next one is Thorian Brotherhood. The type is roleplay. Would you recommend most definitely? Whereas my troll counterpart has covered much of the Horde review, I guess it fails on me to do to the Alliance. Darnassus is eerily silent for roleplay, mainly because most of the people get there, get leveled enough to leave, then do. Stormwind and Ironforge, though, are insane. They shall roleplay in towns and in the woods in the instances, and there shall be roleplay everywhere. Roleplay guilds, let's see, they list quite a bit um, I'll list them on the site. The first four guilds are accepting members on a limited basis. The last is always recruiting. Um, they role play heavily and take care of guildmates between one to fifty. They usually leave us for the bigger raids and end game stuff. Um, then they list some people who you want to look out for too. Um, let's see. Next one is Emerald Dream. And I have one for general and one for more of a alliance side, so I'll just read the more alliance one since I did a horde one. The It's Emerald Dream. The type of server is roleplay PvP. RP status on the realm is a decent and good amount and still goes on, but nowhere near the amount it had a year ago. Would you recommend this realm for the alliance? I would definitely recommend this realm. Even though roleplay is not as strong as it once was, it's alive and kicking. And they go on and list a couple guilds. And then are roleplay guilds recruiting and what type? Most of the roleplay guilds of old ones are long gone. But many new ones have sprung up to take their place, which is a blessing in itself because it encourages growth and brand new storylines. Then they go along and list some new raids. Or not raids, but new guilds. Next one is Argent Dawn and its roleplay. Argent Dawn is an old server, having been around since day one. Though the level of roleplay has declined since opening day, and many jokes that Arch and Dawn should be considered a normal server, to claim RP does not exist, there is a straight-out lie. Like roleplay servers, our peers take make up the minority here. However, the community is well-established, grieving towards roleplay and rare. And many of the older roleplayers live live a life between rating and RP, while others con. Congregate on the server for many purposes of roleplay, it may be at times difficult to find those who share your interest in roleplay. But no good thing comes easy. I am proud of the community established here, and we will always be looking for others to help build it. And he goes on talking about he doesn't know what guilds and that sort of thing. Then I did another earthen ring one, which I found, which was more, didn't seem so negative. And Earthening is roleplay. Like I said before, the RP status is fair. Long ago, the roleplay used to be great, but now it's all rather condensed to clicks and specific specific guilds. Alliance side, all roleplay is dead, say for the clicks. To get into the clicks, you have to know every nook and cranny of the server's roleplay politics. Usually, you'll find yourself being nothing more than a glorified prop. To the more reputable role players on the realm, you will be ignored, and breaking into one of the cliques requires more effort than attaining a full set of Tier 2. Overall, Alliance side roleplay is a bit easy, elitist, and smug. Furthermore, freeform is extremely rare. It's almost always some stage stuff between the prominent players. It can be fun if you get into the action, but if you stop playing for a few days, you will find yourself falling way behind. And Horde side used to be awesome on the spot roleplay, even when fighting off Alliance. At say Crossroads, Horde side roleplay just kind of happened out on the field. But at late, it's dying out. And for Alliance side, I'm not quite sure. But I know for the Horde side of this, that I've noticed as well that a lot of the roleplaying now revolves around guilds that you're in. There's a couple few heavy roleplay guilds recruiting on. Horde side, and I've seen on Alliance that there's maybe 20 or so roleplay guilds. So I'm not quite sure the requirements to get into those. I know that right now Dudley is a hopeful of the Tears of Drainer, and she tried out for that yesterday, and she met the Clan Elder. So I'm not quite sure. A lot of this does sound pretty accurate, though, I can say, for the most part.
0: Yeah, I think most of those are pretty accurate and the fact that they're user reviews makes them a little biased probably but it's better than you know jumping on a server and not knowing what to expect
1: yeah then actually they go on and they talk about some of the roleplay guilds recruiting for alliance the council of i evil secret society slash cable Crimson Hound Brigade, if they're still around. Basically, law around the Stormwind area. They're the cops and law enforcement guys, the jesters, if they're still around. And then they go on the Horde, and they actually talk about the Tears of Drainer. I can't say much, but I know they take their roleplay quite seriously. Now, when I was trying out for that guild, they take it very seriously, actually. I looked at their charter. They have 11 Blood Elves, and most of them are actually undead. But if you're trying out, you have to at least go through a couple weeks of them testing you out and seeing how you are and why you wanna join the clan. You have to be friendly, not with all of them, but you have to meet all of the members and role play with them and they invite you to invent. So it's this whole trial of series before you actually get into the guilds. You have to be very serious about role playing to get in, which I've noticed as well. And you have to meet their eldar, and he asks you questions about yourself and that sort of thing. So I was a little nervous myself because I wasn't very used to that kind of setting, but it was actually a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, some guilds are really have tightened down, but there are a lot of good guilds that are open on any of the servers that will take any kind of role play.
1: Yeah, then I have Blackwater Raiders for Lorem this time. Woohoo! So the realm type is roleplay. RP status, it's new, but I moved here to start a roleplay movement because I rarely see dedicated horde roleplay guilds. You can find quite a few RPers if you have Flag, RSP, or My Roleplay. Otherwise, finding roleplay is a bit harder. More likely, you need to engage people and spark it up yourself to get some reaction. I don't know what it's like Alliance side, but I've been seeing many non-RP role pl- names on Alliance characters. Do you have anything to say to that? Since you play that server more,
0: there are a lot of non-role players on that server, and a lot of non-role play names. But we do have there's a lot of mix um, on that server. We do have a lot of people who are just there, like it's a PVE server. But we do have a good number of people who are role playing, and it's actually a good thing that they don't use roleplay names all the time because sometimes it makes it easier to pick out people when you're sitting in Stormwind about who you should walk up to and start chatting with roleplay-wise.
1: Yeah, just stay away from Goldshire. Please, please, please.
0: <laughs> I think everybody agrees with that. I don't think anybody disagrees.
1: I have not seen one roleplayer on Blackwater Raiders yet, but I haven't traveled very far. I've hit Goldshire and Stormwinds and I just kind of logged off for about Three weeks now.
0: Well, you know, the guild that started all that, the lovely ladies, from what I hear, they broke up.
1: Poor guys.
0: (laughs) Well, actually, yes, because it went from mature ERP with some people on the outside to now it's just all dumb people being, yeah, immature, to put it nicely. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and if you're looking in Goldshire, that's probably all you're going to find. I actually got in a fight with one of the girls in Goldshire. She's sitting here, oh my gosh, I'm a girl, everybody bow down to me pretty much. And I was like, would you shut up please kind of thing. And I'm like, you're kind of just pissing me off. And we went at it for like 15 minutes back and forth and I just put it on ignore and I was done with it. Then I took her off and she was still talking about it. And I was like, you know what, time to leave the server. Sorry, guys. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's kind of tough. There isn't a lot of non-roleplay. If you, again, just avoid Gold Shire and you'll be fine, which is sad but true.
1: Now, since you play in that realm more, do you know more about to roleplay guilds that are recruiting?
0: Well, my guild is the Mage Society. Um, I believe Sterling is still recruiting. Now, those are both Alliance side. I can't think off the top of my head of other guilds, but I know there are tons of them out there. But those are t- the two major ones for me because that's just the people that I'm in with and that I know.
1: All right. Um, let's see. There's Sisters of a Loon, and that one is a RPPVE. This role it's roleplay. Never mind. <laughs> roleplay status a lot in Silvermoon, but from my view, there are quite a few good modders. And Naked Blood Elves, and it isn't to my taste yet. Yeah, you really just want to avoid that. If you see anybody dancing naked randomly, just kind of stay away from it because you're not going to get a serious roleplay there. Just, those are the kind of people who normally just are like, oh my, G- OMG, LOL, lols, LOL, and just like walk off and that kind of thing. Um, move my gnome warrior to Bloody Miss Isle, and the drain, I don't like the roleplay. Very much or openly. Um, auction house, I like to role play and, like, to my level, both auction houses are pretty, are pretty slim in their pickings. So, the heck with auction house and the leveling, would you recommend this realm for self sufficient class like hunters, warlocks, mages, and etc.? Um, yes, although it's a low population. In his role play, he said it's very mixed. And although I would like to find a bit more of a mature role-play experience, um, he can't really find it, and it's okay, he said. And he's not sure of any guilds recruiting. And actually, that's the last one on my list.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of RP servers these days, and they're all kind of mixed with RPers and non-RP. Anywhere you go, you're going to have a little bit of trouble with that.
1: Yeah, it... You're going to see immature role players anyway, anywhere you go, any server. Best way to deal with it is to ignore them more than likely, just act like you don't even see them. And it works a lot of the time. Sometimes they will butt into your conversation anyways, and I've had to deal with somebody like that. The other week where he's like, oh my gosh, I hate you all. And he'd just keep on talking to us. He'd leave and he'd come back. So we ended up just making fun of him and he got all mad and he left. We made fun of him in a role-play manner and I role-played everything. And he didn't get it. But that was my way to deal with people like that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different ways. It all depends on your personality, really, I think.
1: Yeah, (laughs)
0: As far as guild recruitment goes, if any of you have an RP guild that is recruiting and you want us to, you know, say it on air, give us your server and your guild, and I'll be happy to put it up there um, because there are so few roleplay guilds on each server that are actively recruiting and open to any and all role players.
1: Yeah, it's... It's rare to find, especially when you have to deal with people who are just totally immature, and they try to get into these guilds. And they don't; the guild leaders don't know any better, and they let them in. They kind of ruin everything, which is why I think that the recruitment policy, as strict as it is,
0: I agree. Um, at the minimum, I see. I think all guilds should have to have an application, because, like with the Mage Society. I don't bother if they don't go and put in an application to the website because yeah. otherwise they're just not motivated enough.
1: So. And that's how a lot of even just regular raiding guilds and that sort of thing are. Now, the guild that I got into, I knew five people in it, and I was a shadow priest and they needed me, so I just kind of got an invite from my friends and I got in. But everybody else pretty much has to just apply or you can try asking the guild leader, but normally they'll point you in the direction of going on the forums anyways.
0: Yeah, which is kind of sad, but it's the truth that, again, if you guys have a roleplay guild, you will be happy to give your guild a shout-out and because we're all here to roleplay, and it really helps when you know where to go and to get into a roleplay guild because then you start meeting people and you start finding out about other guilds that way.
1: Yeah, and there's actually a site I found, but I haven't gotten enough time to review it, so I'll talk about it next week. But from what I've seen, it's this whole site of, like, all the, not all of them, but a lot of the role players in Warcraft are all kind of on this linking site where you sign up for it, and it has, like, you can select your server and your side and that sort of thing, and it'll show, like, who's role playing on that server at that time kind of thing. I have to review it, so I'll talk about it next week, but it looks really awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, um, Blackwater Raiders has done something like that, too. There's only a few of us that use it, but it's basically an out-of-character alliance kind of deal. And what we do is we all use the channel LFGRP, looking for group roleplay, and it's for people who are actively looking to roleplay so that you can kind of see who around the, our server alliance side is looking you know, to roleplay and to hang out. Like I said, not a lot of us really use it, I've noticed, but it's a great idea, and it works really well because all I have to do is look there, and I've met people who are not in my guilds, you know, not in the inner circle that I'm in that way.
1: Yeah, sites like that are really great, and it makes things a lot easier when you're looking for roleplay, and it also lets you know who to look out for.
0: Yeah. Anything else?
1: Alright, um... Nope, I have my part done.
0: Uh, I'm done, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I have any part. Alright. Oh, no, I know what I'm forgetting. I knew I was forgetting something. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I promised you guys places to RP each week. And so I've been exploring when I'm bored and tired of dying, because I seem to do a lot of that lately. Um, there's a couple of great places, and, um so I'll start off with lands End beach which is at the very southern tip of Tanaris and you have to swim to get there and then when you get there there's level 48 to 50 hostile turtles called um, surf glides and you know if you're like up in your 60s it's a great place because nothing's going to attack you but if you're 50 and below you're gonna have to fight your way um, to make the beach clear But it's a large open beach, it's a great hangout place, or for something like beach trips, there's lots of cliffs to explore with little places to walk, and none of it's connected to actually to the Tanaris Desert area. Now, if you go to the very far west of your map, if you swim that way for about eh, 10-15 minutes, there's another small beach that has no turtles. But that's a little bit harder to get to because that's a pretty long swim where the other one is not. But I'm planning myself to use that area to go down for a beach trip where a bunch of us girls go and have a girls' day out at the beach playing out. So if you're looking for a place to go role play with a group and you want to get away, that would be the place to do it.
1: There's also another place where I went where it's in Ashara, and it's on the bay, but... I think, I'm not quite sure if there's a really safe way to get there because I just jumped to my death and got there. But it's like a little cove kind of area and the water is really pretty and the scenery gets really nice when it gets later out. And you can swim around and there's like little sunken buildings and that sort of thing to explore too. And the area is just really pretty as well.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that one, and yeah, jumping to your death might not be the smartest thing, but it might be the quickest way. I find that a lot.
1: If you have a paladin who can do that bubble thing where they don't take damage, then go for it, because they can res you, and it's all good, which is what I did.
0: Mages have slow
1: fall. Just love it to the ground and live. It's awesome. Or I'll do it in Shathraff in the middle of big groups. I just like kind of float in, they just kind of look at me like I'm all weird.
0: Well see, I'm really bad. I I'm a mage. I'm level sixty seven and nine times out of okay. Ninety nine times out of a hundred I forget that I have Slowfall. There's like a one percent chance that I'll remember that I have this nice little button that makes it so I won't die.
1: Now, I love Levitate because I never forget it because unless I'm out of feathers, I abuse it. And it looks really cool because I think they changed it in the patch where you're not just sitting in midair. You're like hovering and you're floating and you're moving up and down like you're actually levitating. And I think it looks so cool. So I've abused it now. And I've used 89 light feathers in a week. Nice.
0: That's a lot of light feathers. But thankfully, light feather drops are much more common now that now in outlands.
1: And in set that calls. I think they drop a lot. I got a couple there.
0: I don't know. I just know I had a hard time grinding them before, which was one of my reasons that I never used slow fall. And now it's not a problem.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's it. We... Do you want to do the ending part?
1: Yeah, we actually don't have lore this week. We have a guy who is going to kinda of do the lore for us, not for us. We're gonna see how he does. And he seems like he's a lore junkie, so he might know a lot more than we do about it, so we're kinda of waiting for that. And yeah, so on be coming soon. Yeah, I can't wait. And then on Thursday I'm going to be in the Wow video podcast, kinda of like this girl's night out kind of podcast where we talk about our experiences being a girl in warcraft so look for that too
0: (laughs) and you can get a hold of us at rptavern at gmail.com if you want to send us an email we'll be happy to mention it on air like the two we just did earlier then you can also give us a call and leave us a voicemail on Skype using our username is RP Tavern. All you gotta do is call in and it'll pick up voicemail and you can leave us a message so that we can play it.
1: And we most certainly will, if it's a good one.
0: (laughs) And then there is, of course, the website, which is rptavern.blogspot.com. You can go there. You can check out all the links, links to the feed. We've got links to different servers. We've got all kinds of roleplay links there.
1: And I think that's it for now. I'm going to also link more of the guilds and the links to the forums and stuff as well. So you guys can go check that out, what I talked about. Sounds good. All right. I am Dudley. And I'm Demis. See you guys. Music, music, music.